Live. Live. This is the Vision View Sports Show. We are live on BBSR.live and Vision View TV with Cesar Mabena, DK Chavalala, Chloe Grace, and Tanaka Mumba. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Vision View Sports Radio <laughs> Podcast. Uh, team and Mundo in your company. I got the whole team with me. All dressed in black, ironically. Let's just um, point out quickly, this wasn't planned. At all. No. No, it wasn't discussed. But it I'm always happened. in black, though. Yeah, it Chloe was yeah, 90%. Yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but you guys. But for the three of us to share the, the color is just insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's mourning. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what's going on. <laughs> At the funeral. <laughs> the oh, what's going on the TK? What song is that? These are real mornings. They've clearly been to some. I'm like, I don't know these songs. You don't know that song? No. It's a struggle song. Like when a struggle great passes away, the lyrics go, Hamburger, same conto. Conto, same conto. Conto is Really? No, no, no. Oh, you're not because of your name. Mm. No. No, I was just alive when people were dying. (laughs) (laughs) When big people were dying. For you, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like Joe Slope and and the rest. So, Uh. yeah, so they televised um, the the funerals and then you hear these guys singing these songs and so on. What song were you singing? Du, 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 du. I, don't well, I also don't know this one. I know how it is. Ah, but that's not a funeral song. Oh, you sing the stadium thing? Uh, I think. Yeah, Isn't that a stadium song? But I listen to the lyrics. Yeah, Tulam Dwana. Don't cry. Do you know when, when I once heard that song um, at Cubana? What's up? What's up? This But you know now. Who was DJ? No, but I'm not telling you something you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe since so you're unaware of this. Yeah. But if you spend time in any of these like hangout spots that run to like the AMs, just before they close, they they hit the the gospel outro. Really? That's how you kind of know things are. It's a wrap. Like Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is the joy celebration? What's that big one? Which one? That everyone loves. Can't remember it. Recent or last year? Old. Yeah, like last year or a year or two ago. Yeah, that was. I know the, there's a popular joyous celebration that they play. Which yeah, one? That, groove. that was the one yeah. I heard. Is the most is the song more popular than like Zosli Zosli? Everybody knows Zosli. You know Zosli, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah but, but I don't think they Zosli. Zosli. Nah, I don't think they play five no, to that one. But I do know that yeah. song. You know that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that was the one. That was it's ran its race. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think we're tired of it. We're tired of only on the band. No idea. I understand why DJs play gospel. They don't play gospel because it's now Sunday. It's just that, do you know how emotional people get when they be drinking alcohol? No, everybody starts crying. Oh, I'm like, it's so okay. I'm like... What is happening the, right now? Uh, the scene gets crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember your best friend that passed away? Bitch, I'm you guys are so terrible, eh? It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. Are you guys coming here just in black to discuss funeral songs? No, you guys are going to heaven. You guys are not going to heaven. I can guarantee you. That feels like a sports bar going to throw. Sisa has never worn a shirt at Vision View. Clients all life. No, I don't think ever at Vision View. Maybe on an OB, but never yeah, here. Yeah, never here. Last time. We've got a big meeting today. No, we got no... Well, there's that. <laughs> I asked them if I should wear a suit. They were like, ah... Um, and we're gonna shoot later, so so oh. I reckon I'm probably gonna be here. Oh wow! Look, look at that. That's that's great thinking. I'm um, gonna change. I know you're gonna go home and change. Yeah, you know me. Now yeah. I'll be here. Mm. 
Vision to use affiliates with Asapol just to put that out on the table. This is more to do with affiliation versus anything personal that's happening. There's obvious affiliation. This is a good plug point right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good for us, yeah? <laughs> what through that? Anyway. All right. Uh, Afcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so much happening. In so Afcon. much. Goodness. If um, we were... Um, Jeez, what, what did you... So much happened yesterday. Yeah. The Cameroon mm. game. Oh, Lord. Drama. Mm. What, what a game that was. Just quickly, before we maybe get into mm. the games of last night and unpack last night, of course, what's coming later. Has anything you guys have seen changed your mind about who the eventual winners of this thing will Everything's be? Everything's changed yeah. my mind. Yeah. Um, I've, I've learned... I don't know who's going to win this yeah. thing. I can't guess who's going to win this thing. First game, I had Cote d'Ivoire... Hmm. Then I had Mali in there when they played us. You were scared of Namibia. I had the Egyptians doing well. Mm. I had the Algerians doing well. I had Morocco doing well. Those are my favorites, yeah. like just mm. the top five. Um, and all of them have stumbled at some other point except for Senegal. Senegal mm. They're the only one with a 100% record. Mm. Everybody else has stumbled. Yeah. So at you this point, a... you're like, even your top goal scorer, yeah. who thought? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's a big shock. No, I think you had a long list. I don't know if you guys also had a long list, but mm. I only had a top two going mm. into the tournament. And obviously, South Africa will was there. I mean, we spoke and about the top this. Two. My, for me, not that... It's an emotional top not, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that the finals. Yeah. Yeah, I did say we going to the yeah. finals. So for me, at least I'm still there. I've got South Africa and Senegal. Um, so, so far... On my side, no major upset. The only team that obviously I think just hacked me because they're sponsored by the Three Stripes gang. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's Algeria. I expected a little bit for, from them. And I mean, being sponsored by by them. Um, now we don't have a sponsored team. So now that leaves a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. But besides that... What? Do you you, you want to see, like, you know, that animal and the three stripes uh, battle just, out just of the Just on Algeria, final. quickly. You know, Algeria haven't won a game now in two AFCONs mm-hmm. after winning it in 2019. After you pointed it out to yeah. the 2019. I, yeah, I haven't won a single game. It's crazy. Did they change coaches? No, bomadi has been there for mm. a time now. I, I but, believe he's the one who won the AFCON with them in 2019. But they deserve to be doing so much better. Uh, yeah, they, I, was, I can't point. Yeah, that's my thing. I look at the well. players and I can't pinpoint why are they not winning. For one, who thought they'd lose to Mauritania? Yo, yo. You know I mean? But there was a point when we lost to Mauritania, we thought... And we were livid and at we South Africa. <laughs> no, no, let's also clarify, if you lose um, to Mauritania, you should be upset. No, like, great result, no. but that's not a team you can be like, oh, yeah. No, we're talking like, it was around, what, uh, Bomoto and then we were, the, we were in the national team, so it was some time ago, mm. maybe 2017 or something. Mm. Uh, but then we were all like, who's these guys? Because, for instance, when I saw Mauritania, mm-hmm. right, and some countries you don't know are countries until... You come across them yeah. in the sporting sense. Yeah. So when yeah. I saw Mauritania, I'd never heard of Mauritania before when we were going to play them. So I thought it was Mauritius just spelled funny. And oh. so you do your research uh, for the game. You're like, oh, it's actually a country, Mauritania. Mm. Okay, sharp. Who are these people? And there were no name brands, the whole mm. team. And they chowed us solidly. Like, they, they chowed, chowed, chowed us. Um, okay, that was a while ago. And here they are now qualifying for the AFCON. So we remember we were saying about Chris Day, don't sleep on Mauritania, but I would have never expected them to be Nigeria. Yeah, going out of the, like getting out of that group. Yeah, Mauritania, in, incredible, absolutely incredible results. So, so okay, one season. Yeah, I was just gonna say the craziest for me is Cote d'Ivoire not qualifying, um, coming third yeah. in their group. Oh, um, that that's that's the big shock. Nigeria and Equatorial Guinea. Nigeria are being criticized left, right, and center by um, Nigerians, but they're doing fairly well. I mm. guess to get through that group of seven points. 
It's not the same number of points as Equatorial Guinea in Group A. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think to add to your list as well, you might as well add Ghana as well because oh. we saw their journalists, they were they were not having it. They literally mm. were like, we're going to fire these players ourselves. We'll decide who stays and who doesn't mm. because this is not it. <laughs> They've been <laughs> literally misrepresenting us. We've been knocked out. We're the laugh of... So- but... It goes back to us. You know how when we South Africans are not happy and we're like, no, it's the players. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah. seems like they're also having the same issues mm. in, te- in terms of it's the governance mm. in Ghana mm. and it's not really the players. Mm. Ghana but also on a torrid run since uh, 2022. Oh, AFCON. my man. Finished bottom of the group as well there. Yeah. Um, didn't win a single game mm. um, at that AFCON also. So it's they've been bad for some time now. Also, you must consider the last... Decent Ghanaian squad was probably 2010. Yeah, fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, and by decent, I'm, I'm, I'm understating it. It's, that was the really good squad. Yeah. Somewhere, when Asamo Jian started to like leave that yeah, team, yeah, yeah. Mm. it lost a bit of that thing that it had. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and he played on years off 2010. But when he, in some of the, the that that core, that spine of the mm. team, where there was like John Pencil and all those guys. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. When mm. they came out of that I team. It came apart. But are you was brothers passed. though, guys? Yeah, are you it's, brothers? It's, it's a wrap. Yes, Honestly. right? Like, I don't see why they, they still play. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's done. For, for this Ghanaian team, the die was cast, I think, after the first loss, first game, mm. when that fan attacked the coach in, <laughs> in, the, in the hotel. They knew something we didn't yes. know. In yeah. And they were telling us, look, guys, we don't think we're going to get through. Mm. And um, the Canadian we've been hanging out with Junior. Mm. Um, he's been saying it all along. I've been trying to fight the Canadian cause, but he was right with everything he said. He's, uh, he's been right. So now they fired the coach. Yeah, um, can we also get first, rid of his brothers? He's, he's the first of many to go, I think, for the mm. AU brothers. It's, it's time as well. Because they're taking up space. Up yeah, you know what? Yeah. Just, just having a look at that Canadian team, it's probably, to your point, Caesar, about how good they were 2010 post. Yeah. Um, it's probably one of the worst Ghanaian teams you've seen yes. in a long time. Like, yeah, just good. And I'm not only, yeah, yeah, I'm not only mm. just mm. talking to players who play abroad, but just overall, mm. um, outside of Kudus, there's there's really no beaters in this team. Mm. You know, um, Ghana was always rich in terms of uh, yeah, its talent. Stars, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting it to work is another combination or conversation. But here, you're, you're working with with very little, and then also having a coach who's unfamiliar really with football on this continent. Uh, must make it even harder. Uh, speaking to a Canadian uh, the other day, last week, he was like, um, funny, they first hired him, uh, Chris, as a technical director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, at some point, then he becomes the head coach. Mm-hmm. But all they thought, Canadians, like, we're talking to the general public, uh, Kyle's worked in the premiership, which equates to hurrah, because they all love the premiership. And they never looked into his record in England. I'm talking the general public. Mm. And now they're like, no, they feel like they've been hoodwinked because <laughs> now that they looked into his record, they realized this guy didn't actually do much, mm. even in England, and maybe should have never gotten the job to start with. No, but that's nothing new. Remember when you bring it back here at home? Um, I don't know if you guys remember the coach at, at Gallants that was also then um, fired, the one that they're calling a fraud. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were like, no, What's his we name? don't. Um, <laughs> Young dude. The young dude yes, the who young ended dude. up at uh, Mazulu, yes. who had no wins but so was friend, still there. Friend, we um, love him. Yes, yes, we all love him. Uh, forgetting his name as well. We spoke about him yesterday, man. Didn't his name come up yesterday? <sighs> you were not with us yesterday. Who were you with? You were there yesterday. You guys were there. You guys no, were with me yesterday. No, we were not with you yesterday. But um, his name came up yesterday, man. Now okay, when you get the name, that guy. Remember yeah. when um, um, Gallus was like, okay, cool, we've got this coach, we're excited. And then later on, 
reports come out, no, no, this guy's a fraud. We're not happy with him. Mm. Then now they start doing the research and start checking that actually when he was in that other country, mm. he didn't do so well. Mm. So I think, I don't know why they do that in terms of doing their research just because somebody talks well and you think, mm, okay, no, maybe they can actually handle it. But you don't do a proper background on the coach and what they can possibly mm. bring to your club mm. or your national team. So yeah, that's group B. Group C, Senegal, no surprises, yeah? No, no, no. And when you say you selected Senegal in South Africa, I was going to say Senegal was the safe bet. Wait, before we move to Group C, we don't uh, even speak about Cape Verde. We must speak about Cape Verde. Yes. yes. We yes. must speak about Cape Verde. Phew. Thank you. Roman Falls. Do you even... Roman yes. Falls. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm searching for that name again. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to remember. Okay. Then, yeah, it was disturbing me. I couldn't move on. I wasn't going to be able to continue. Do we even call that? His face was here. I can yes, see his face. Yeah. Very Okay, anyway, go on. Yeah. Uh, Cape Verde. <laughs> Should we even label Cape Verde as like the surprise package? Yeah, they are. The dark really? horses. Mm. And for me, they're the dark horses of this of uh, this tournament. But a dark so. horse is not a surprise package. Yes, mm. a dark horse is A dark horse is someone you yes. give a slight... Like, it's like, okay, we didn't expect... Slight it. advantage, yeah. Yeah, but mm. you have a chance. Mm. Cape Verde, when they came in the first... Was it 22, yeah? Yeah. Where they came out the group and yeah. did exceedingly well. I think that was the underdog Cape mm. Verde. Wasn't that the surprise package? Yeah, surprise package Cape Verde, Cape Verde so yeah. So does not make them the, the dark horse then? No, I agree, but I'm saying it's not the... It's, they're, not the under, they're not the surprise package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think yeah. you can give that to many other teams. Yes. Gambia played well. They, they, I mean, without coming out of the group. Um, okay, what would you label Equatorial Guinea? Mauritania coming out as a surprise package. Yes. What would you label Equatorial Guinea then? That's also a big a surprise, surprise package. Yeah, surprise package. As well. mm. That's also a surprise, surprise package. I think a, you know? the horse would be a Mali. A Mali would be like, okay, you've seen them build up. You've mm. seen their potential. There's something mm. there. Yeah, there's something Cape there. You've Fred seen it there, yeah, knocking, yeah. knocking, and then now yeah. we are fully seeing it. So I think that would be the horse. With Equatorial Guinea, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a few FCONs ago they actually hosted. Um, and I was there. The thing with them is they, when you go through like the country, the roads are unbelievable. For an really? African country, like if you're driving, like it's say in a four-hour drive, right? Unbelievable. They've recently discovered oil there, or they had recently discovered oh, okay. oil there around 2015 or 2014 or something. So they were going through this major um, rebuild of the country, and they were still going through it then at the starting phases. Then, so it's like you're driving through this place, and it's just this forest. And you're driving through this, forest, but the roads are incredibly unbelievable. Mm. And I think now with the money coming in, they're able to get players that, let's say, you're of um, your parents are from Equatorial Guinea, but you live in Europe. So they're able to get those players now with the money coming into the country to come and represent the national team. So the standard of the national team starts getting better and better over the years. Mm -hmm. And I think we are now at a point where after all those years of doing that, Equatorial Guinea has actually got some decent players, some decent people that are willing to go back and sign up for the national team and compete. Can we, can we discuss that? For, oh, DK, I, I, I wanted to discuss, you, you want to stick on Cape Verde? No, 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 just, just a quick one. It's off topic, but it's just, a, um, you're just reminding me, and I, I, like, I, I, I struggle to understand the likes of Malawi, who development-wise, they're under-17 teams, both girls and boys. Yes, Very you know competitive. This, yeah. But then I get to, just it hate. baffles me how they're just unable to make it to tournaments like the Africa Cup of Nations. Like, what happens after that age? Because mm. they're very, com like, they yay. They also, what happens to the players once they go professional? Yes. Um, I think that's the big question, because... Do they um, have a league? Then? With South Africa, the big question is, when you look at the last teams to make the World Cups at under 20 or whatever. Mm -hmm. How many of those guys have gone professional in the entire group and gone on to have careers? 
And that's the big question. Which is the is there a professional league though? In Malawi, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo Planta, what, what is Bullets? The kind of the team, they're the big mm. team there. Ooh, Kautinho Mango used to play for. Mm. So they've got they've got teams with some names. Mm. They've got a league going on. Um, it's just professionally. I don't I don't know if it's at the same level as everywhere else. I think to add to that as well, I remember having a conversation with um, I'm just forgetting his name. One of the coaches here. And he was saying that the biggest problem in, in Africa, it's, it's our system, right? And in the sense that you get this young talent, right? Mm. You see them, but then now they disappear. So mm. now who does the follow-up? Who then nurtures these kids to make sure that, hey, after this, there is actually progression. So you're not only looking for who do you know, who's your agent, but then everyone is catered for. So I think that's always been for us a struggle as to progression because you'll see players in under-17, you'll see the, but then they don't get to mm-hmm. the senior team because there's already players, big star players mm. that are chosen for the senior team. But also that's where Ghana got it right because Ghana for years, um, in the 90s and so on, we're getting to like FIFA Junior World Cup finals. They may not have been winning them, but they were getting there. Mm. And the big question was, how come this is not translating mm. to the next? Because they hadn't even qualified for a World Cup until 2006. Mm. The difference with the 2006 group is that's the young Asians, that generation we're speaking about now, um, the Asamoah-Chians, Botchuan Pencil and them, but they were a junior group that had done well at a FIFA Junior World Cup yeah. and got snapped up by Italian sides and so on and so on and so on. We all went abroad young. Mm. Um, but still, the Ghanaian national team kept up with them, mm. which is what we saw them then become what they became in 2010. Mm. So for them, it had started at junior level as a group and had advanced all the way through to what we eventually saw in 2010. And, and all of them had great careers. Because also when you bring it back home, DK, I mean, you see the youngsters, the under-17s, mm, right? But then what? do you actually see them then in the senior team? You don't. Most no. of them, you don't. So I think there's some disconnection. And that's what I love about Banyana Banyana because when you see a coach, Shorty, Simpiwa Lulu, with Desiree Alice, there's, there's actual progression. So mm. they'll talk it up and say, hey, there's actually this young player. You give them up. You saw them in mm. Kosafa as well. Mm. Then, okay, let's try this for Kosafa. So I think that's the difference in the man's game that I really don't appreciate, the disappearing of the players. I think we also spoke about the options that they have because you look at those kids. These are kids who are kind of privileged you know, most of them, you're under 17s. Mm. So they have a choice. It's mm. like if, if I, I don't want to continue with football, I can do one, two, three, four, five, or they move abroad. So that mm. could also uh, contribute to the disappearing. End. And also the biggest thing we've got as a problem in Africa is, let's say, um, Algeria, for instance. You can have an Algerian under-17 side that's hot, does well at the under-17 AFCON, under-20 side that's hot, does well at the, the under-20 AFCON and so on, and maybe at Junior World Cups, that's great. But now, especially in this day and age, the same thing that's happening with Equatorial Guinea is beginning to happen to countries like Cote d'Ivoire or whatever, where a guy that played for France at under-14, under-15, because <laughs> with their national teams, you play under-14, mm. 15, 16, mm. 17, 18, 19... You plan at 20, then you realize I'm not going to make the French national team. Mm. Ah, what's my parents? My parents are from uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Mm. I'm going to go sign up with Cote d'Ivoire. Mm, that so the, the, continu- the continuity from the yes. junior ranks doesn't then continue. Because yeah. yeah. now we're just plucking guys mm. that played for France or, mm. uh, or, or whatever um, country in Europe that have decided they're not good enough to make the national team. Mm. Um, Wilfred Zaha, for example. Um, and now, what happens to the guys that have been in the national team? coming up. Algeria's got a big problem with that, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, there's always been a big criticism of those types of players. Mm. I remember there was a time when uh, they wanted uh, Ansu Fati to naturalize as a... Yes. I think he's from Guinea, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's actually what I wanted to, what I wanted to ask the group, and now I have two questions. Um, but let me go there. It, what are your guys' thoughts about 
uh, that movement of players. So you you make it in France, grow up in France. Um, and a lot of these players, by the way, are, haven't they didn't move. Right? Some of them were born in France and mm. things of that sort. Yeah. Do you guys mind that? Because it always feels to me like when these guys come back, there isn't an appreciation. I don't know if we, we are maybe too harsh to criticize. Mm-hmm. Wolfred Zohar, for example, didn't make this AFCON. And part of the criticism was that he, he doesn't really look like he wants it, right? Like he's, mm. he's not playing with the pride and passion, I suppose, that you would expect from one of the star players in your side. And that's always some of the criticism thrown around those players who go from playing for France, represent England, and then ultimately decide, I'm not going to make it. Let me go back to, uh, you know, that team in Africa. Because they're um, too to market themselves. Yeah. Because I'm not going to play in the Euros. I might as well play in the I might as well play in AFCON, yeah. Uh, it's not you the same. Because to what, I mean, to the point that you made about then you're losing some players mm. who've come up via your structures yeah. and done so well under 17, under 80, whatever the case is, and they just disappear. But it's... Yeah, I think there's we, we 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 have to look at the different I don't know scenarios or perspectives and there's that yes, then there's where we as South Africans our organisations or sometimes we are a bit unfair right we know that um, maybe with this particular organisation this is how it works it's about who you know and stuff and then these players just decide that you know what um, these structures are not fair enough right so let me now go represent France and then now we disown them and then it's like because I know like players who there's a Nepal player who chose to play for New Zealand right because I mean didn't favour her at that time and uh, we have overseas players who still don't get chosen to be part of the national setup, the likes of Siggy Berger who are based overseas, but they don't get chosen to be part of the national team setup because it's about who's in charge and the politics behind it. So there are players who protect their hearts and are like, I don't want to be a part of that drama, so let me rather, if there are options, let me rather go represent this country. Mm. Remember there was um, the cricketer in England, Peterson, was it Kevin Peterson? Well, there's a few that have played for England in cricket. But in football, let me put it this way. I mean, my issue is um, that way around, that, uh, if you choose to leave South Africa and play for another country, fine. That's that's on you. But and if, if you flourish, if you, we don't like fine. you as South no, Africans. We just don't like, yeah, because you're, tra- you're a traitor. She just waited your turn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're from another country coming in, okay, you can have one guy. Two guys. Um, what happens when you got fourteen in the squad of twenty-seven? Um, then you got fourteen guys that will come, be very familiar with Santon, mm. and as soon as we uh, get to um, the Orlando Stadium, they're a bit like wow, they're like tourists. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Um, so those runs we're talking about when you're going through the township, they're tourists. They don't really understand the culture, the living, those people. Then I've got a problem with that. No, well, but how it is it? It's normal. Isn't it that when you go to dingy places in SA, you're just like, oh, I don't feel safe. Guys, sometimes it's normal. You can no, live in South Africa. I'm saying, I can drop Chloe I'm off as well. She's not a freak. I understand no, the but, but it, listen, I'm saying understand the people. Listen, I'm saying understand the people. Listen what I'm saying. TK, understand the people you're representing. Be a part of the culture you're representing. Yes, let's say when I was younger, yeah, yeah, but I was walking through but I was doing whatever I was doing. Now that I'm older, maybe I do less of that. Fine, but I understand the people I'm representing. I understand the culture. I understand what it's like to walk around the Jobic City Center. To a certain uh, now maybe I do it less than when I was younger, right? But I understand it. I'm a part of that. Do you understand? So if you're going to represent this country, you need to... It's like going to war. You must fight for people you understand, the people you... 
You know what I mean? It's similar to going to war when you represent your country. I, vote for me. I get that, but also you got to fight for people that will fight for you too. And and my thing, the biggest problem that we have, yes, it's changing now and they're trying to work it out, which is all great. But you must remember, for the longest time, we had issues with paying our players, right? And and there was always that, uh, if you go to, back to to the Africa, then I might not be getting paid. I might be stuck at the airport. Yada, yada. You always had this drama. So I think for me, when you look at it, even like from the parents' perspective, when you're trying to groom your child, because remember, the kids also want, the parents want what's best for their kids. Mm. So now when you're grooming your child and you think, hey, there's a chance to maybe get you up into France. There's a chance to get you up into maybe England. You try it out because there's no, there was no stability then. Yes, now things are changing because of the leadership that we have in, in Dr. Patrice Matipe. And he's trying to work things out. I mean, we see now with you know the increase of money yes things are competitive so there is change in that but let's not forget the history that for the longest time we could not afford our players and no player will want to come and say yeah i want to represent you but now i must do it at my cost and on top of that there's possibility of me being injured and then there's a possibility of now fighting with my actual bosses so there's there's a lot to look at than just saying yeah yeah fight for us and choose us to make see can i help you make your point mm. um I, I hear what C's was saying, but I hear you as well, Chloe. But in terms of Pelea's understanding the national side and appreciating the culture of the place, how many times did we read stories of bigger players in the team sponsoring or helping to take care of costs financially as for lesser use, players? Yeah, that's George just what yeah, George Weir. We even heard this as recently, like Drogba and them. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I remember when the Zimbabwe national team were marooned wherever they were after the 2019 AFCON, and we heard that Kama Biliat and some of the, the well-off players kind of pulled together and got flights for everyone back because mm-hmm. the association essentially said, bugger that. That's and you can only do that if you, to Caesar's point, really, you know? No, that's fine. That's all great, Kumbaya. That's cool. Love to hear that. But they're also, I think you guys make it sound like, and, and I get it, on paper we all should be unified, right? Mm. But there are players and there are people, besides, because besides being a player, you're human, where you don't want to get a handout. You don't want... Now, a Tanaka giving me money. Why is Tanaka giving me money? Why is Tanaka paying for me? Why, why should that happen? Because there are people hired to make sure that things should be functioning. You are going to get people like that. Not everyone is going to be in my banner and say, yeah, 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 I, I, I don't mind. You know, kumbaya, let's fight it out. You know, let's, let's see what we can do. People are different. And I think we also need to respect those differences. Also, there's, there's, you can only be a gift of the givers to a certain extent. You get tired. Mm. Honestly, like I can be part of the team yes. and always chipping in and helping bail out the team. It gets tiring. Uh, Steve Compton. <laughs> I'm going back to no, Steve. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's USA, passion. Steve. That's hey, maybe passion. Steve can help out the team one more time. You are saying that. Remember, just making that point. Yeah, but it's and hard I'm, to it's hard to help swallow okay. dog. It's yeah, like how no, do you no, how no, do you no, help swallow? Back, I was just saying. So it's similar here yeah, with George Ray, the only player uh, um, uh, on the continent of one FIFA World Player of the Year would fly out the entire team. Like I'm saying, the entire team, if this guy's based in Europe, he buys your ticket, he flies you here, he buys your kids, he books the hotel, he makes sure everyone travels. But we're talking a long time ago. And we have to look at where the country was then to where the country is now. And he's, what, president now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so so things have changed. Things have advanced. Things are better. Um, But at that point, he knew with what he could do, um, the FA, there's no way. He was richer than the FA. Mm. There's no way the FA could do it. Um, mm-hmm. We're not arguing that per se. We're For not me, arguing what, it. We're what just what looking, looking at, at different is, perspectives. Is, 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 is when players, and, and I, I get you, there's some players that just say, I've had enough, I want better. And fine, go. Um, but I'm looking at it from the other way around, where guys grown up in England, 
um, and at 20 decides, oh, I'm South African um, because he can't make the English squad, comes here um, for the first time, let's say, when he's called up for the national team, first time ever mm-hmm. in South Africa. Then there's the culture shock of going to a shanty town and having to look, you, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then having to represent those people, it's different. Um, and when you look at some, some, some of these African countries that are playing in the AFCON, um, and it's happened a lot um, since around 2010, where 20 people in the squad are from France. Then for me, it's like a bit like weird. Um, I did a, uh, a Kosafa Cup game in PE last year. Uh, Comoros, the entire squad was from France. So, my Ben, in that case, what, I mean? what do you want those players to do? Because from yes, France coming here. Yeah, yeah, because you've no, tried it out. No, rather players in Comoros, develop the league in Comoros. Okay. Develop players in Comoros. So then, then what happens to French, those players? They're French. And then if you can't crack it and you realize that you can't crack it. You're still French. You're born in France, you play in France, you identify with, 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 with France. The, uh, none of those players are coming back to Comoros to say, look, I'm, I want to live in Comoros. Mm-hmm. That'll be different. Mm-hmm. They're staying in France. They're playing in France. They're contributing to everything fr- French, except when it comes to the national team, to sell themselves. So when you see a whole squad that's like that, yeah, yeah, I have a problem with that. When you see a whole squad, when most of your squad, if mm-hmm. you're Algeria or, or or Cote d'Ivoire or whatever, is mostly guys based abroad, born born abroad, then you're not developing your own For sure. people in your country, and thus you're not developing your own football in your country, and you're, going, you're not going forward. You're, based on, you're wasting for rejects from France to come home. Mm. Okay. Th- I get that, right? That's the point I was making. No, no, no. I don't mind those leaving and saying, yeah, I'll go play, and, and I don't want to play for something. Well, fine, if you want to do that, do that. But I just have a problem with an entire squad based on foreigners. All right. That I like- are somehow tied to South Africa. Are you done? Yes, now. Okay, cool, amazing. Yeah. All right, so what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Me and DK, it's just here, it's okay. <laughs> let, them, let them finish. No, sometimes we behave like siblings. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Tabo said you were upset, but it's the truth. All right, yo, say your final, your final points, Chloe, before we go. <laughs> giving them the platform. She wants to say something. Just wrap up your... Okay, cool. So what I was going to say is that... <laughs> you guys are so annoying. She's with no retort, my man. Closing arguments here. So what I was going to say is that... So it's not... It's not the players forcing themselves, right, on the national teams. It's no, not. They've it's been not, called up. Yes, they yeah. are being called up. So as much as yes, we can point at the players and say, yeah, 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 you might as well stay there. But we also need to look into the structures here because they're allowing it. So and also bearing in mind that the the structures overseas are completely different to this side. I remember someone once said that um, when you're under 14 in France, your development will always be different to this side because mm. remember, you're playing amongst the best. You're going to take on the likes of your Brazil. You're going against, whereas here in South Africa, you're going to play against Lesotho and no disrespect to Lesotho. Um, but it's it's completely different, yeah? So now you, you look at that and think... We drew hmm. against Lesotho. <laughs> it was a friendly. It wasn't even a friendly. No, it was a prepared... It was a practice match. Yes, it practice was a pre- match. It was a practice match. So, so in conclusion, yeah. um, is that um, it's not just the players. I, entire yeah, the, federations the also need to be held yeah, up. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you guys agreed. They agreed on a duress. This is forced agreement. Shall we move on to group E? Can we just talk about today's games? I think today's, uh, I mean, it's, it's quite interesting for obvious reasons. 
Um, oh, because you're on group even. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it's, this is the earliest kickoff time for Bafana. Mm. Bafana, I'm wondering if at all that will play a part. You say finally, but it's hotter. It's hotter at that uh, time than it is a yeah. later run. Finally for herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your boy Shika the... is gonna be <laughs> playing in 39 <laughs> degrees. At 39 you really? Yeah, yeah. Runza, runza in that. Football age. They will handle it though, guys. I'm gonna be quite interested. See, so seven o'clock our time is 5 p.m. Am I correct? Because I think it's two hours, right? Yeah, Yeah, two hours back. So 5 p.m. That's Mm. still in the thick of things there by way of heat. Uh, You, Chloe, last time really uh, broke down well what you would like to see Hugo Bros do in terms of changes Mm -hmm. that he made. Uh, What are your thoughts about the squad? Is it go with what worked and Mm. got the 4-0? I've I've got just one change, yeah. yeah? Um, And... and Evidence? Would I change evidence? Oh, he gave, he gave, he gave, he gave. Who's this? Um, Shishi that assists. Okay. So I don't know if I wanna change evidence. And I mean, we heard Ronwin Williams. Like in my head, I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna say the full name, Ronwin Williams, saying that um, evidence is key for the squad. Um, yes, he's not scoring the goals, but he is contributing so much more for the team. So I think um, evidence. Maybe for me, I'd put him in the second half. I'd like to see what Zakele Lipasa would do because um, we've seen it here at home that when Zakes is hungry, when he's got a point to prove, Zakes. he's shy. Zakele Lipasa. Oh my goodness, guys, I said Zakele <laughs> I did, right? <laughs> when he's got a point to prove, he does come out a bit more. And I mean, also in the qualifiers, we've seen him. So I think Lipasa would do well. And then also when you go... And who would you take out? Um, evidence. So I'd put him on the bench. You'd still, you'd keep Uspatala's toilet. So that's where I was going. Mm. I'm taking out to toilet and then I'm going to marry it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you put in your face in the starting lineup. Yeah, Chloe's going for all her besties. No, I'm not going for my besties. It sounds like it. Listen, you know why I'm putting in a Munare in there? It's because. The nice thing about Tabang Munare is that he can drop deep and he can also help Play you going forward. forward. So he's like your well-balanced midfielder. So now when you need a Debza to say, okay, Debza, do your magic there. When you need Shika to do his magic as well, Tabang can help the team. Because, I mean, we've seen our central defense, yeah, with Grant Kekana and Mvala. Not the best pairing, but it works because they understand each other. Well, it barely works. Yeah, it barely works. So you're going to need somebody to help protect yeah. that that defense, and Munari does that very well. Okay, uh, just on evidence, because I keep seeing this, and I feel like people are trying to be like, I'm football woke if I see <laughs> what evidence Mahoba brings to that squad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah, you guys just don't see, you, you know? Mm-hmm. Is anybody really seeing it? There was when when Giroud played for France in that World Cup where he barely scored any goals and France uh, win the whole thing. Yeah, you could see it, right? I don't see it. With, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't see it with evidence. First and foremost, maybe he gives South Africa what they don't have, which is aesthetically a number nine. Hold up, hold up, play. Mm. But then again, this difference between yeah. him and the passer. Yeah, 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 yeah. To go. But, but. Do you see him do a lot of that in the game? Because I don't see them necessarily throwing those balls to him and he's taking them out no, of the sky and no, flicking no, them no, onto no, no. Percy Tao or whatever else. We don't play, yeah, we don't play that way. And I, that's, that's the point I'm trying to make. Up, they can still bounce the ball off him. I'm not even seeing play. it in the... And look, I'm, I'm not... Obviously, I don't think Hugo Bross is ridiculous and he's wrong. Yeah. But I'm just not... I just don't see enough in there, minus the goals, to advocate for this guy playing over someone who could potentially give more on offense. Because... Again, I'll make the points. The Juru points is perfect here. Juru didn't score any goals in that World Cup. Mm. Maybe one or two. 
And, and the team still went on one, the For whole sure. thing. And we were all up in arms. Get Drew out of the team, but you, you could see what they were doing with him. And I just, I don't see it with this evidence guy. I, I share the same sentiments. I'm also not a I think I think he works more for the team, as in works, uh, maybe chases and all round more than uh, Lebasa would do, who will see if he scores and just scores. And yeah. so if he's not scoring, he does less in his overall workload. Uh, it's like the Trent um, um, Walker argument. If oh. Trent is not scoring, <laughs> Walker does more. You, you know? Really? <laughs> Calm myself <laughs> down right now. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. That was a bad example. of me. And I was being a bad sport. It came from a bad place. And I had to hold myself. I was trying to hurt your feelings. So you, <laughs> so you see it. You see the evidence. There. No, I just think he works more than the past. No, no, but don't. Days. Let's not talk about what we should expect or, or try to. I want With your eye test, are you seeing it? Well, I haven't seen enough of Lepasa then here at this tournament. Oh, but what, but you what I'm evidence? saying is, from, with evidence, even the Pirates, um, it just works more. Okay. Chloe, that's your feeling as well. So, no, no, no. Lepasa no, no, is just more of a scorer. Not, not, not really. No, I'm not comparing him to Lepasa. Because mm. you're right, we haven't seen Lepasa, so it's hard yeah. to say. Yeah. But just compare with, with the tangibles that you've seen. You have two games now. So, you've in seen the two evidence. games that I've seen, for me, and, and I get him assisting the team, right, and helping the team, but. At the end of the day, I bring you in as as a striker. And I think for me, that's where I have a, a bit of a problem with him, his positioning. So many times where I see he loses position and he's out of um, his play, he's out of the box. And now I ask myself, okay, so who is then supposed to score? Hence now you're seeing, um, you know, the Sundowns players coming into the party and making sure that, okay, let's do it ourselves because... Evidence will be there and is there, and sometimes mm. it's a bit slow. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe that's what Hugo wants, mm. but that's the only fight I have with him. I I see the gold spot, but the out of position play, I he frustrates me there. And she's actually, yeah, maybe that's a perspective that we also need to look into. That at times we may feel as though a player is not doing enough, only to find out you've been given that mandate for that particular game that do not move. A lot. For instance, this is just an example. You know, um, we don't know what Hugo Bros is saying to these players. Because at times you think when he's moving this way, yes. what we don't see is the problem in the country. I mean, he's saying, ah, but you should be in the mm. box. Maybe he's pulled a defender with him, but yes. wanted them to Both get in. to go in. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, so that's that. what I mean when I'm saying part of the team all round yeah. play and so on. Do you, uh, do you know how I wish you could speak to him? Chloe's mm. other best friend, Coach Rules. What do you call him? <laughs> Coach Mox. <laughs> yeah, Coach, Coach. Coach Lani. Yeah, yeah, Coach Lani. <laughs> what do you call it? He would be great inside. I love these uh, analysis yesterday at halftime. Anyways. You know, um, oh, I actually call him Twin because uh, we share the same birthday. So uh, we call each other Twin. Uh, twin, 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 oh, twin, twin, Twin. Yeah, yeah, Twin, Twin. Um, you know, um, with guys like Mane, Salah, um, you know when you look at the goal scoring charts? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking we all would have expected them to be leading the uh, first but charts. we did say but, they don't step up in tournaments like but that. But Mo, I didn't expect Mo. No, but that, your did, you expect, did you expect a guy, little known Emilio Nsue, uh -uh. from Equatorial uh -uh. Guinea, to be top scorer uh -uh. in the blue stages? Yeah, with so five goals. So and yeah. also, he's made he's made a record, Nsue. I think he's the uh, first player. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's from the Swiss or something, like he's local. Um, he's, uh, but I think he's the first player to score more than four goals in the group stages in years. Mm. You know? Um, Following him is uh, Baghdad uh, Boneja from Algeria. Funny enough, and they knocked out. 
yeah. as a homeboys on three goals. Uh, Mustafa Mohammed from Egypt, again, another struggling nation. Mm -hmm. um, three goals as well. Yeah. Um, assists, uh, again, Cameroon, struggling team. That uh, Jose Machine from Equatorial Guinea and Mane is third in the assists. I don't think any goalkeeper has made a save in the uh, penalties so far. All the, the, penalties the, the only, the only um, disappointment I have in terms of that list is Victor Oshiman not being there. Because I think, like, oh, if I look so across the teams, the right, game as well. he is the, like, he's the striker who I think had the, the biggest burden to perform well and, and score buckets mm. of goals here. That's what I mean. Com coming into this game. That's the exactly form, what I mean. I mean, this guy was getting Ballon d'Or shouts. Right? Dude, he's still getting yeah. chances now in this tournament. No, he yeah, chances, so one on one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. disappointing not to see Victor Oshiman because I can't think of another striker at a team who has been as prolific as him, as consistently over the past two or three seasons going into a, um, a major tournament. So uh, I, yeah. On that note... I was going to say quickly, just mm -hmm. big up to a PSL goalkeeper, Nabil. Oh. Uh, most clean sheets, too. Shout out. Yeah. Love it for you. Uh, him and uh, Mendy have oh. two each from Senegal, so big up to what? him. What, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy? still processing? <laughs> Shame, man. That was so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we had an interview not too long ago. Unfortunately, uh, I wasn't a part of that interview. Unfortunately, uh, uh, because I would, yeah, no, no, I'd be catching bullets. I'd be catching bullets, but now I'm excluded. So um, my three colleagues um, did the interview, and the interviewee started following Chloe and DK, and for some reason. Couldn't find Tanaka's account. <gasps> no. Or accounts. She, ac she actually does follow Tanaka. She oh, does, does follow Tanaka. Yeah. Oh, does she? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You so say. Chloe was saying, Chloe was saying, Chloe was saying, Chloe she didn't like Tanaka. I was like, oh, bro, and I think I was asking all the pertinent questions. <laughs> you weren't even, you were not tagged. I Me was quite DJ shocked. Tagged, yeah, though, they the tagged post. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did, tagged us. They, they didn't did. tag I'm you. I'm still there, though. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> found you. Extra effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went for you. She looked for you. Tagged my name and surname. Who was that guy with the beard? Do you get me? Okay, good. Thank you. I need to follow her back, actually. I don't think I saw Oh, that. you're that guy. Sometimes I'll be styling on oh, people. It makes me goodness. feel bigger than I actually am. Yeah, there's, there's one uh, guy in particular that I'm styling Tanaka. on. I saw him send me a... Really? <laughs> send me a <laughs> I actually know who that is. I'm like, nah, nah. But speaking of the coach, what's, what's happened with him? The last time she was here, we were trying to... Uh, we had get a... Money. Uh, yeah, mm, trying to get that money Shankura. up so they could attend um, the International Fives tournament. This so I was actually um, happy because I started seeing her posts mm. when they were packing yes. and the, stuff and mm. then when they were heading to the airport, I was like, I even said, oh, all the best because in money. my head, the first thing that came to mind was Imali Thangye. Let's just break it down what we're talking about because we know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll let you explain No, it. you can. I wasn't in the interview, so. No, but you understand. The uh, Hockey Fives team mm -hmm. is yeah. going to the uh, Hockey World Cup or was planning to go to the Hockey World Cup. Uh, they didn't have enough funds. They needed about a million, right? Did you say a million? No. It was like 60,000 each. No, they needed 80, ne? 80 they needed 90 something. for any, not mm. each. No, like the whole thing. We get, we've done no. a few of these. It wasn't that. No. You're getting it mixed up. No, they, they, they were short of 90 or whatever they were short. They were short of But 90. I think each is like 60. No, guys, they only made like 50% of that money that time. Yeah, she didn't give us exact amount. No, I remember I but they needed that, hundreds, yes. hundreds of thousands for sure. Yes. To make it possible. Hence, it me at least 60 each. 60 DK, you could be confusing fair. the 90 with the, the interview you had about the running, the marathon running. You guys did an interview about that, running? That figure was yeah, 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 yeah. significantly less. Uh, we that was like to each take person a tea 50, break. 50,000. So, so, in short, um, 
the uh, hockey team has made it now to the World Cup. They've got the funds. Mm. Uh, Tiki, I'll let you take over as the expert in this conversation. Not really, not really, because we don't know much. Obviously, um, it is the Hockey Fives World Cup. Mm. Um, the team is there. Um, just looking at the groups, actually, I posted it, um, the different groups. Um, so basically, they'll be playing against um, Australia. Mm -hmm. um, they'll be playing against Argentina, the Great Britain, Spain, and the United States. Um, please just, my memory is very bad. Um, did she mention like which teams are like the strongest? When it comes I to the she remember. did mention, I just forgot which one, but I remember we spoke about it. I think Australia, Australia yes, Australia. was definitely one of them. She was like, that's going to be a tough test for them. Mm. Um, but she feels that Great because Britain. her Britain. side um, is more, you know, expressive and, and they will score more and it's great to watch. Mm. She thought that they had an upper hand mm. against the other nations. She mm. being the coach, of course, of the team, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. Do you guys remember her name? Yeah, Coach Pulo. We haven't mentioned it. No, I say it because we haven't mentioned it. So for those listening, just just give it context, you know. Thanks, Uncle Mabena. I appreciate it. Yeah. So basically, it's just yeah. We're saying good luck to the girls. I think the World Cup starts today. We'll get the fixtures. We'll keep you abreast with what's happening. But we're just happy that they were able to make it there on time with no hassles. But she did say that actually they have like a good support structure, and that's how the hockey community is. And I guess it's quite evident, judging by how they were able to make it there. Yeah, absolutely. Good for them. Can't wait to see. The men's start a bit later, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. A little bit later. So can't wait to see what that looks like. I think maybe Chloe can give us, like, which pool the men... I've also I've also in. never watched um, the Fives format. So okay, I'm, let me quickly I'm do I'm really curious to see how that Then goes. you can continue. No, that's course. what I want to say. I've never seen it. Uh, that's it. Like. <laughs> There's no deeper thoughts to that. <laughs> I have no information about it. Same. Yeah, can't Same. Never, never, like. never, never, never. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll watch it yeah. and then we'll have a say afterwards. Okay. Yeah, all right. So the men's side... She promised to come back with a medal. If yeah, you remember. She, did. Yeah, she, said, yeah. she said, I'll let you guys know when I come back around with my medal. And she said she'll come straight here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll come straight here. The foot golf guys promised to come back with a medal. <laughs> yeah, they never got the medal. We never heard from them again. That's a bit love for you, foot golf guys. That's a bit love. Yeah, hey, 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 that guy's for you. There's actually someone special. I know, I know. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. That's why you're so hurt. Oh, this is the food. Wow, really? Oh, you weren't even thinking about it? No. No, it's got nothing. I wasn't being spicy. Come on. Okay, pool A, yeah. Are you guys against? TK is making it make sense to me. TK is really talking with the eyes. <laughs> Eating most cold right now. Tens, you gotta keep up, man. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys are talking about what I think you're talking about, like, you guys are like, so <laughs> wrong. I wasn't being funny. Dude. I, was, I was actually saying that was left to the foot golf guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, ah. the, everybody there. <laughs> <laughs> the exes as well. Wow, I'm going to HR oh, after this. <laughs> this is all good. There's no need. We're all good. We're all good. The men's, the men's, the men's. All right, the men's. Pool A, we've got um, France, we've got Great Britain, Germany, Netherlands, of course, South Africa in Pool A alongside Spain. And then pool B, that's where Australia, Argentina, Belgium, New Zealand, India, and Ireland are. So that's the men's pool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, just two pools, okay. A and B is what I have here. I was going to say, don't you find it weird? Um, and I, I was actually in a different interview, in a different space with uh, Coach uh, Polo. Polo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I expressed this point. I don't know if you guys, if it came up in your interview, where I was like, we've got such a rich hockey community here. Mm. The school I went to, hockey started in 99, all the way through mm-hmm. to, to, to matric and other schools all played hockey and everybody played hockey. It's like common. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a sport that a school is hockey fields, soccer fields, hockey fields, soccer fields, everywhere. Mm-hmm. When I was the school I went to, mm-hmm. um, then you find them struggling in the manner they are at this level. It's like, I don't understand. That. that was actually my question. Yeah, yeah there was his I great question. That, 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 that's what got me to follow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to go listen to the podcast, mate, to get the answer. Yeah. Uh, lest mm-hmm. we do the coach it deserves in terms of yeah. so But for we, me, did that ask her me. That. we did ask her exactly yeah. how you put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my experience as well and, and the group, I think. Do that link. In the main. When you link to the podcast, it's always my favorite link. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one else does it. Yeah, it's Ray. I've forgotten now. Go watch Vision BTV. Performance anxiety now. Performance anxiety. And let it come naturally, Chloe. But go on Vision BTV. That's where you can watch the podcast and also www.vvsr.live. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. There we go. Uh, tennis, DK. Uh, the Australian Open is happening. The wee hours still. We're, we're deep into tennis right now. There's actually been so much sport to watch. Quick question. Uh, and this we're not discussing, but I suppose just quickly. SA20, hype, same as last year? Too much. Or is too much? Oh, is it a bit? Uh, no, it's a bit, it's it's a a bit down, down, eh? And, and yeah. that's, that's, that's the point I actually wanted to make even with the Australian Open. I said it jokingly, and I mean it from a South African point of view. Mm. I don't mean it from a world uh, point of view. Um, that there's so much attention on the AFCON mm. now, and considering the fact that the AFCON finishes at midnight, mm. right? Uh, um, that for those that want to wake up early and catch the Australian Open, there's a bit of a problem. Attention is completely taken away from, uh, even from my point of view, from the uh, Australian Open and the SA Open as well. SA the competition now for popularity in sports um, comes to the fore. Um, last year when the SA Open was on, there was no- SA nothing 20. else. SA 20, sorry, was on. There was nothing else as big yeah. as an AFCON on. Yeah. And this AFCON, for some reason, is just taking over the headlines. That's yeah. hard. And um, um, to a point where the SA 20, I think, is suffering. But I also think... Are the stadiums actually packed? I, I haven't so, even watched one some game. Are, some are, some some are, are depending think, on the time. Yeah. The, the afternoon ones are a bit, mm. Yeah, but if you're going towards the evening, I've seen a, a couple of well-attended, without saying fully packed, well-attended games. Mm. What's, what's crazy is the start of the marketing drive. You remember you and I have been doing yeah. the uh, build-up yeah, 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 yeah. four months ago. Do you so know the what? marketing build-up started months ago. No, it did. Do you know what? We can't ignore what that draft did for... The SA20. That auction, sorry, not draw. The first, oh, the yeah. first. The first auction did for yeah. the SA20. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was the headlines it made. Mm. To, to finally see a game where all this money's being thrown around, these figures, mm. uh, this guy's getting five million. And, and then there was a guy who um, was playing nowhere. And then all of a sudden, he was picked up. Um, I think that that did a lot for the competition. Yeah. This time around, and maybe you're right, maybe we're just divided amongst a lot of things. But it's not, it doesn't but You're right as well. Because we were at the second draft, right? Yeah. And the, this draft this year, the difference was um, they were just filling 
um, let's say the, the fringes of the squad. Mm. They weren't necessarily going for the major hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't the same headlines in oh we spent so much on this, so much on this. It was like, ah no no, we've already got our squad. Junior from last players year, coming in. And we're just filling up positions. Yeah. We need a wicket keeper, so uh we need a, a third bowler. So there you was, know what I mean? There was no excitement mm. around yeah. this one. Like yeah. we were there live yeah. and it was like, yeah. okay, is that you know? That's it, yeah. Because um, I remember we were upset in the first one when they leave when they left after September, no? Yeah. They left after like, oh, that all contributed wow. to yeah. The thing Timber's mm. not in. What the, what's happening? Mm. Um, but anyway, I guess we'll unpack as as the competition goes. It it, it wraps not too far from now. Mm. If, if my time doesn't is, go for long, yeah, because it just runs through January yeah. pretty much. Mm. Uh, so I guess we're getting to the crunch now, the business end of it all, and yeah. we'll see what uh, things ha- how it goes. But Australian Open, DK, which is another one of those competitions we're not. Yeah, watching. I, I mean you're right with the Australian Open. The times are wicked. Mm. Um, I saw the last time. I think. It was not this quarterfinal game. Yeah, it was this quarterfinal game. Coco um, was playing at 4 a.m. And it's midweek. I'm not waking up at 4 a.m., you Mm -hmm. get me. But I was able to watch yesterday because the games took long. Like, uh, they were playing at around 10, 11. And that's Mm. why I was able to watch um, all the games that took place. But didn't watch Coco Golf, but she's through to the semifinals. But I watched... um, uh, her opponent, because mm-hmm. uh, Coco Goff will be up against Arena Sabalenka, and she's second seed, mm-hmm. right? And I was expecting a hot game because she was playing against Barbara Kritkova, mm-hmm. who is also like ninth seed. So you're expecting like a competitive game, but it was just she's so mediocre. She's been cruising since the tournament oh, started. Hey? Yeah, she's the thing is she's just she has this ruthless forehand, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it was an easy game for her, but. Really looking, I think that's the semi-final that we all need to watch. Mm. Coco Goff and Irina Sabalenka. Mm. They'll be playing on Thursday at half past ten in the morning. So let's make... Okay, uh, you'll be at work. We can watch just, it. Let's make time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's, make, let's make time. But um, just another highlight uh, for me personally, I also watched Novak Djokovic against Tyler Fritz. Um, I was so pissed with Fritz. He took out my boys. Um, Titipas. I was like, how, my oh, guy? Yes. <laughs> Yo, it was an intense. So how did that one go? Um, it was actually a good game, but, oh, man, guys, Djokovic can still give us, like, Boma, two more years. Mm-hmm. He, that guy, no, I, I, I've, I love I've, for words. I've always felt his strongest point is endurance. Mm. Where, like... Let's go five sets if we need to, but yeah. you won't beat me. And we'll, we'll keep going, yeah, well. mental strength. Yeah. So for me, that's a big plus for him, sure. and that's the reason why. Um, let's say, um, let's say there was Federer, right? Mm. The Natal, mm. and he was around the Natal time, mm. but he boomed later and yes. started catching up. The older yeah. they got, the more he caught up mm. in the way of uh, championships and such. And that's all mental and physical for mm. him. Looks I, after just, I also just think that as deeper as we go into sports science, nutrition, and, and athletes appreciating the game and what yeah. they need to do with their bodies to make... I just think the average age across sport is going to go up in terms of mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. how well players perform mm. late into their 30s mm. won't be such an anomaly anymore. We're yeah. seeing with LeBron James in the NBA, yes. 30, 8, 39. Serena Williams mm. before you know, after the child. Um, but she, she also wasn't terrible she up her boots. Yeah, like, sure. it's not like she, she is, she wasn't winning as much as she used to, but she wasn't that. But she yeah. just come back. Also, I mean, I find Some with the birth. timing of coming back from yeah, the giving birth, birth kind of was a disruptor. Yeah. I wasn't but happy so with that pregnancy. Who, okay. Like, so, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. her, but I was like, no, not now. You're getting in the way of <laughs> legacy. You know, Child. we, 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 Olympia? we, we, Olympia we, 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 we,
Osaka then mm. also. Mm. It's a shame women have to make those choices. But those choices, Those choices, you don't make choices. You think when you go to bed, you'll wake up with an iPhone? No. Um, who's the Australian lady? Someone who breathes. The Australian lady who quit, who quit tennis after winning the Aussie Open. Ashley Barty. Yeah, but then she gave reasons, like mid twenties, decides now I'm enough. But she's like, nah, I just want to focus on family. Absolutely joking. You know what I mean? And having a bit of a life. You, you hated yeah, that, right? I remember we had the conversation. <laughs> back I don't want to see Ashley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the floor she walked past. Yeah, I remember. Oh, the time I was upset. How are you giving a gift, mate? Yeah. A gift from God himself, yeah, right? And yeah, you have to grasp it through your own hard work. And then you, you win one thing and you crack on, bro. I'm talking about I want to spend time with my family. So? Mm. What? So? <laughs> like with that fat guy. Yeah. Love Joey. Why don't you do with everything else? <laughs> I, I'll never understand that decision. Um, okay, so the, the dudes are doing really well. I want to ask DK, because I didn't watch that uh, Fritz fight. Uh, well, fights, yeah. UFC game. Terrible. So, what I noticed when he was playing Stephanus, he was terrible in the first two, three sets, mm. and then he just picked it up. Mm. How did he play against Jocko? How did he start off? Uh, with, with Fritz. Mm. So, she, he, he started off really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say really well because the first set went to a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So that was like a 50. And against Novak, that means you really put on a good fight. Yeah. And then he won the second set mm-hmm. and then started. But that's the thing. It's not that he, yes, he starts dropping, but it's just that Novak just starts getting stronger. Overwhelmed. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and you look at the tennis players and how frustrated. I even look at them when I was watching the Arena Sabalenka game and Barbara. Mm. You know, they get mad at themselves. They just like, oh, you know, they're very animated. Mm. But with Novak, you can see, He's not have what if 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 he does um, create that unforced error, it's just like okay, shrugs it off and then back to business, you know. Mm. And that's the mental strength that we're talking about. And that's how he was able to like he demolished him six two six three in the mm. last two sets, you know. Um, so that's how he was able to to book a spot in the semi final. And then I wasn't ready. Right. The, moment of the, the moment of the Aussie <laughs> Open. Oh, guy walks on. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. My guy. Nick Curious. I love oh, that guy. I love that guy. I love Nick so I much. I love that guy, Nick bro. Doing Novak Djokovic's post-match interview. Oh, What's brilliant. <laughs> Guys, he, and you could see it. You could literally, like, forget about what they're asking and what they're answering, but you could just see that these dudes do not like each other mm. and we're going to be very spicy and sarcastic, but it's good for the sport, yeah. you know. Um, even even Nick Kyrgios was very bored when Novak was answering. And, you know, as a presenter, you ask questions, mm. but Nick's questions towards Novak was more of the mistakes he did on court. Mm. And then Novak's answers were more of the positives, the, the positives he did, like the mm. aces he was able to get, and that's how he was able to win 6-2-6-2, you know. And I, then he says, Novak then says, oh, good to see you, but would better to see you on court. <gasps> oh! Oh, my boy Nick! Did Nick, Nick must have had a comeback. Uh, <laughs> Pissed. Really? He's injured also. Yeah, pissed. Did you guys see the uh, Nick interview with uh, Piers Morgan? Because they had a Twitter beef. Because Piers was, oh, his guy's behavior, Nick would always respond by tuning him. And they were tuning each other. And they had an interview, but it was the most interesting interview because you know Piers will get at you in those interviews. And at the end of it all, they handled, well, I think um, um, Nick handled it so well, you can see he actually won Piers over. 
mm. where Pierce had earned his respect. He's like, yeah, yeah, look, I'm not perfect, blah, blah, blah. And he was Nick. Mm. Um, but in the end, they were laughing and they were like, oh, man, I actually like you. Ah, I like you too. Are oh. you the, you're not the bum I thought you were type thing. You know mm. what I mean? So I find that so weird. You send us links of the most useless things in the world and then... The important things you don't send the no but last night's video uh, was funny at the end i looked oh, you I saw was, that, you while saw watching that. i was like i season at the end i was like ah that's funny <laughs> <laughs> everyone was sleeping so i couldn't laugh because then if i was late then abdi would would be like yeah you're sending laughing faces at one <laughs> but right, yeah, man. that's the Australian Open through to the quarterfinals. I think that's the next step now. So, um, yeah, those are the big names. That's it. Um, the big story for me out of the... And DK, you'll help me with pronunciation because you're watching this thing. Maybe you've heard the commentators try to say it. So, um, since the invasion of Ukraine uh, by Russia, there was initially the banning in some sports of mm. Russian athletes. Mm. In tennis, there was issues as well. Mm. Um, I know in sport as well, at some point, Russian teams were barred from competing in, uh, in certain um, UEFA European Cup games. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since then, it's gone on so long. I think we kind of realized that this wasn't going to be a quick fix, right? So this protest that uh, organizations were taking or the stance that they were taking has kind of come down and Russian athletes have been led back into sports across, which I think was the right decision. Yeah, it should have never um, gone there anyway. Yeah, exactly. They should have given uh, Abramovich Chelsea back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, we yeah, forget yeah. about Chelsea yeah. and Abramovich. <laughs> Ownership models as well, yeah. according to question. Um, since then, as the war has continued to, to rage on, and I won't lie, I've kind of stopped checking what's happening with the war. Mm. It's, it's, it's gone on for so long. Um, but still, Ukrainian athletes, particularly in tennis, have taken a, a position um, to not shake hands with any Russian or Belarusian or Belarusian opposition. Mm. Uh, that brings us to the game yesterday. 16-year-old, um, again, forgive me for pronunciation. Do you want to try it? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. That one there, Junior. Yes, love. Oh, yeah. You're not going to go there. Yelizaveta. <laughs> Okay, fair. Exactly. Let's go that sounded, that sounded Yeah, that sounded right. somewhere near yeah, yeah, what her name should be. Elizabeth. It's in the it's in the region. You're right. Um, so Elizabeth, uh, do you say Vetla? Elizabeth, sorry. Courtlia, yeah, yeah. Courtlia. She's 16 years old. She's playing the uh, Vlada Mencheva uh, of Russia. After the game, she's beaten the first round of the women's tournaments, and um, she shakes the hand of uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Vlada Mincheva. Mm. That prompted, uh, of course, nationwide scrutiny from her peers in Ukraine uh, and also from the Ukrainian Tennis Federation, which caught an unpleasant incident. Um, Ukrainian, they went on to say and reiterate their position that Ukrainian tennis players um, do not or should not uh, shake hands with representatives of aggressor countries. Um, They, of course, went on to criticize her for what they also called a mistake. She also, by the way, came out with a statement um, apologizing. For she apologized. Her. Yeah, she apologized. Her father also came out and had to say, Mr. Constantine, uh, courtly, had to come out and say his daughter made a mistake. It was the emotion of the moment versus her picking a political position when she decided to shake hands uh, post-match. So, yeah, I just thought it was quite interesting. Crazy. You remember Novet Djokovic's father? Yes. Last year. Yes. He took a picture with a few Russian fans. Yes. And these are fans of Novak, mm. so hence... 
they love the father. These mm. you can tell they're tennis enthusiasts. If they're, gonna, if they're going to recognize Novak's father, these are tennis enthusiasts. They don't yeah. care what country you're from. Mm. They just love you for what your son is doing, and they want to take a picture with you. Mm. And they have their flag. And he was also um, under scrutiny. He was just like, oh, then I'll just not go to anymore. Um, and he didn't. He didn't go you know watch I mean? the match. He was like, I'd rather not go then if this is going to be the issue because. Yeah. Um, in this case that you're speaking about now, um, for the athlete to apologize, then you need to apologize for having competed against the, 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 the yeah. opponent. They just don't show up for the game. Mm. So if I'm going to show up, and we know this in combat sport, um, if I'm going to show up against you in combat sport, sometimes I don't like you, mm. and we're going to beat each other to a pulp. Mm. But at the end of that, there's a respect at the end of the competition to say, you know what, um, which is why sports men shake hands afterwards, mm. you know, whatever sports. Mm. With him, and you competed well, you brought the best out of me, or I brought the best out yeah. of you, hell of a game. I respect that about yes. you. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's all it is. That's all it is. In this moment, um, after this uh, exchange we've just had, I respect what you brought, like the fact that you came and you brought the best out of me, or you were the better man on the team. Mm. Um, if you're going to have a problem with that, and even apologize for that act, then just don't show up for the games. Mm. Then all Ukraine athletes shouldn't play against Russian athletes. They must just say we boycott in the game and lose the game. Absolutely. But if you're going to compete and then have an issue with competing with the person afterwards, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm not going to compete against you. And then, like, it's like, let's say we do an interview with Trikis, um, and then afterwards, um, if, if someone says to me, oh, but uh, Trikis is an Afghan and I must apologize for having done the interview, mm. I'd rather not mm. have done the interview to At start all, with. Yeah. Mm. And... To show that this thing won't end anytime soon, like right now, I just had to remind myself because when you watch tennis matches or even go maybe on, on the internet, um, you know, they'll write those flags of where the player comes from. Mm. Um, they still don't show the, Russia, mm. the Russian flag. So that means they're probably still then competing as internationals and not representing their countries. Mm. Mm. Yeah, look, yeah. I, the, f sorry, just to add to, to what you were saying, Cesar and Chloe, maybe for more context in terms of why Ukrainian athletes are taking this position, it was uh, Legia Turenko, 28 seed. Um, she said this is a, a protest against Russia. So she said, mm. and I quote, this is another reminder that there is a war in my country. If you can just imagine being in my place or any other Ukrainian, you would have no questions. This is the right thing to do. And I do this for Ukraine essentially to show that there will be no peace between the two sides. and um, yeah. Forfeit the match. Yeah, but I mean, see, so I, I can kind of see both sides. I, I have the privilege of never having grown up in a wartime, never having experienced it. I can see why you may feel like shaking hands at a time when your country is in direct opposition, or war, let me use the word, with these people isn't the right thing to do. I can see it. But for me, I think what... I applaud then from, from the world of tennis is that they're allowing the athletes to still compete because Formula One, we had a driver, um, Nikita Mazepin, and ever since, the man's never been back. Um, they were like, we can't be associated with this. Yeah. Cheers, goodbye. Now he's in Le Mans. So at least tennis is not saying don't come compete. Yes, um, you're saying forfeit for the match, but you still like the game, right? You still want to play. Um, so no, I'm uh, saying if you have that big a problem with the person, because this is not a soldier that you But remember, the person becomes, becomes a representation. You don't have a problem with the individual. I don't think these mm. people have problems with each other. It's more so just the, what this moment represents, the you know? Picture, yeah. And that's what I understand. I don't think it's the right thing to do. By the way, I, don't, I, I just don't think it helps anything. And it's not making the statement that you maybe think it is or driving home a message. We are all keenly aware whether you have a television or not, what's happening in, in, um, in Ukraine. And we, I think of all kind of 
drawn our lines and said this is right or wrong mm. Mm. Um, I just don't think it's doing anything for the messaging it, it almost becomes like what taking a knee did in football at some point mm. it's a statement or a gesture that doesn't ultimately drive home the point we're getting this but he's, yeah, just, he's been you do yours. for the longest you, time you say yours <laughs> yeah. for me um, in this case we, we're forgetting that through these interactions where we play against each other we can actually help unify nations mm. um, and bring peace um, yes it's just a sport and maybe we don't take that seriously, it's just a sport. But it's showing that we can still share the same field, same space, and compete and play against each other. And hopefully um, show my family that DK's family uh, that are Russian, okay, they're here and we, we can get along Absolutely. in the same space. And you set that example. Again, yeah. we're at the point now where the world is saying, take a side, as opposed to, Let's have peace. Yeah, let's and that's, that's yeah. just the sad thing for me where the world is weird now. When there's war, we're not asking for peace. We're asking for one side to win. Yeah. Mm. It's like, no, no, no. Let's ask for peace. And Absolutely. that's that. Yeah. And this is, a, this is a unifying factor. What happened during apartheid? He sounds touched, ne? Yeah, yeah, what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want you to be serious. So I can answer <laughs> it. <laughs> no, answer don't it. answer if we don't have time. DK, you know what you can do world, for guys, us. Guys. No, we don't. Kicks has been saying. You know, you know so you, the song you were talking about that we're gonna, you know, exit with. Yeah. I think this is the perfect time. I mean, it's can very sad. Can we just sad. go out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't, don't cut. Don't cut. Don't cut. Don't cut. Thank you so much for watching. Live. This is the Vision View Sports Show. We are live on BBSR.live. And Vision View TV with Cesar Mabena, DK Chavalala, Chloe Grace, and Tanaka Mundwa.